Hey guys, welcome to number 88 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today we will be giving a mini recap of the Wizards Pelicans game and previewing the Wizards Hornets game. Sorry, I may be rushing. Just had some things going on. Uh, the episode is coming late. I, um, by the way, guys, I really uh, appreciate it. We gained over like, almost a thousand views in 24 hours, up to 1,678 views. Really, really do appreciate everyone that did listen to my Justin Kutcher and just my episode general and my Justin Kutcher part one. If you guys haven't listened to that, please check that out after you do listen to this episode. Part two will be coming coming really soon, probably tomorrow, if not really soon, so just please subscribe, follow, share, review, so you can get the notifications, and yes, you guys will be getting two episodes of Wish Talk with Chase on November 26th, as you guys did blow up and hit way past the 810 view mark by Thanksgiving, in fact, let's get to 1,810 views at that point, that's going to be our new goal, so please subscribe, follow, share, review, if we do at the mark, you guys will get two episodes of Wish Talk with Chase on November 27th, we'll continue to move the goalpost, you know how we do things around here. Let's get into it, though, because we have a lot to break down in such, uh, you know, little amount of time, because I, I want to get this episode out definitely before the game. But, I mean, obviously, Wizards extend Tommy Shepard's contract. Really, really important. We look at this Wizards versus Pelicans game. You know, a lot of different things happened. You know, Pelicans took a really, really early lead. And, you know, they really showed, the, you know, the, I should say, the value of their team, you know, how they could still be good without Zion Williamson. The Wizards were really struggling. Justin Kutcher said, and and Drew Gooden, that it was the worst half the Wizards have played in the entire season. Really was not a good half of that. Ba- uh, just really not a good first half of basketball. They did not play good against Brandon Ingram. Really, the top four on uh, that team really did amazing. Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, Mr. Devontae Graham, and Josh Hart all had great games, but their bench was, you know, really silent, and that's something that the Wizards did beat them on. Two players getting double digits, Denny Avdia and Montrose Harrell, and I would like to mention this real quick. I'd like to put Denny Avdia in the Defensive Player of the Year conversations, and I'd officially like to call him one of the best defenders in the NBA. I know I have had some struggles here in Denny Avdia on offense. It doesn't matter when you're able to generate that much offense and be that good of a basketball player day in and day out. He's by far the Defensive Player of the Year, in my opinion. In my opinion, inside of the close, two steals and a block. Again, what a game that truly, really showed his value and what he can do in the basketball floor. Truly unbelievable. Montrose Harold did him. Spencer Dumini, another great game. And Bradley Beal's out. Aaron Holiday really stepped up. Davies Caldwell poked 18 points. Really, really big player. And Kyle Kuzma did step up despite, in the end of the game despite being inefficient the entire day. Daniel Gafford, I would like to see more from, but I do think that's something he can improve on. Same thing with Howell Meadow. And Corey Kisper and Anthony Gillian, you know, they don't get as many minutes. So not upset about them not putting up a point on the scoreboard. But, I mean, that's really my main takeaway from the game is that the Wizards, the fact that the Wizards were able to come back by down as much as 19, down 17 at half without your best player, and you make you you make the Pelicans go six and a half minutes at one point without scoring in the fourth quarter, mostly due to Denny Avdia's defense. Almost every single possession locked down Brandon Ingram in the fourth quarter. Denny Avdia, really unbelievable player, player of the game, best defensive player in the Wizards, arguably the best defender and the league defensive player of the year this year. I'm calling it right now. Denny Avdia is an, an amazing defender. Definitely will make all defensive team, uh, probably all defensive first team this. Season real quick, you know we always go, we've been starting now uh, breaking down fantasy. Um, you know I'm gonna only break down four. Um, you know and by the way these fantasy points are in ESPN by the way, so I just want to let you guys know about that. I had Spencer Dumity getting forty to fifty fantasy points. He got fifty five. 
I like that. Kyle Kuzma, that was a bad one. I had him getting 35 to 40. He got 16. Montrose Harrell, 35 to 40. He got 25. And Brandon Ingram, 25 to 30. He got 38. I'm most average. This game, the Magic game, I was really, really good. This game, I was average. Javante Graham really had near his amount as well. So, um, yeah, I, I call myself an average you know, in this game, but, um, yeah, I mean, the Wizards, the Pelicans were really shocking what they were able to do, but the Wizards in the fourth quarter outscored them by 12 and outscored them by 10 in the third quarter, which really, really showed their value and what they could do on the basketball floor, and, you know, I, I thought it was tremendous to watch. When now we look at this preview for the Wizards going against the Hornets, again, a lot of different things we got to break down, and obviously, you know, the main guy in this game, the main thing in this game is that Bradley Beal is coming back. Yes, Bradley Beal is coming back. He is back. And uh, after, you know, I know he's having some personal reasons. I'm pretty sure there was a loss in his family. So really sorry for him in, in that way, for sure. But they got to go against a really tough 87 Pelicans. Going off, starting off with the, <clears throat> excuse me, with the injuries as always. Thomas Bryant Straw recovering from the ACL injury last year. The Wizards, Rui Hachimura is out. Thomas Bertans is out. Again, Bradley Beal is back. And yes, Cassius Winston is back. And a lot of when we look at the Hornets, Gordon Hayward, he's injured, but it looks like he is going to play. But PJ Washington is out for this game. We go to the starters, the starters for the Wizards. Spencer Dibbity, Bradley Book, Davis Cuddle, Pope Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford. For the Charlotte Hornets, it's Lamelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, and Mason Plumley. So lots of different things we've got to break down. I think honestly though we gotta always as we always start off with my prediction. I got the Wizards winning by six, 113 to 107, right? Going off to my Coburn's catch, I think the Wizards are going to win because of Bradley Beal scoring. What I thought was really cool about the Wizards again, they were they showed that they can win back to back games without Bradley Beal, come back without Bradley Beal, score without Bradley Beal, pass without Bradley Beal, defend without Bradley Beal. They did all they did all of these things like pass it. Defense, team play, ball movement. They did all of these different things without Bradley Beal. And now adding Bradley Beal scoring to the table after the Wizards didn't score over 105 points in the in the any of the two games that he missed back to back. Now that you got Bradley Beal scoring back, they're gonna dominate. And because the Wizards have shown all of their abilities, they're obviously their main goal is to stop Bradley Beal from scoring. But in reality, the Hornets or they do they do know that the Wizards have other qualities, but what they don't know is that they won't be able to stop them. So because of Beal scoring, it's going to open up the floor for a bunch of different uh, openings for the Wizards, and that is why I do think the Wizards will win the game. Hornets do keep it close, though, because they have a really, really talented team led by LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward. is a really, really talented team. A young team is one of my favorite teams to watch, uh, in my opinion. Miles Bridges is also a really flashy player. I think he is going to have a good game as well. We go to spread time. The Hornets are minus one, and the over-under is 220 and a half. I don't know why the Hornets are favored by one. doesn't make sense to me. Bradley Beal is coming back. I know they're eight and seven. I mean, they're pretty decent, but, I mean, it's not amazing. They're a good team, but they're not amazing. I don't know why they're favored by one, and the over-under is 220 and a half, like I said. My spread, I, I would pick uh, the winners, obviously, for plus one, but I'd, I'd pick the under barely by half a point for 220 and a half. My spread... I'd have the Wizards favorite by two and a half because I do know that the Hornets are a talented team. Bradley Beal is coming back. They're going to have to fit back in the chemistry. Could struggle 
But I, I think the Wizards will struggle a lot in the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. But they will pick it up uh, late by halftime, and then they'll become themselves by the third and fourth quarter. My over-under would be the same, 220 and a half, but I pick uh, the under, and I pick the Wizards. But, again, really, it's good. in my opinion, I think, again, 220 points is what I'm predicting. When we go to Fantasy Outlook, I think Bradley Bills can have 50 to 55 fantasy points. LaMelo Ball, 35 to 40. Gordon Hayward, 15 to 20. Spencer Dinwiddie, 35 to 40. And, of course, Miles Bridges, 25 to 30. So those are what I am predicting for this game. And, of course, what punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm putting an exclamation point. You're telling me that the Hornets should be favored to win 62.2%? Are you serious? I don't know how that's even a thing. The Wizards are a 10-3 basketball club regaining their best player. They are the second-best team in the league record-wise, the top team in the Eastern Conference. They're 4-2 on the road this season, so it's not like they can't beat teams on the road. The Hornets haven't gained anybody back. I don't get it. I'm sorry, I don't get it. That's an exclamation point. First of the year. I'm pretty sure it's the first of the year. Exclamation point. That's way too high for a team that's just above 500 going against the top team in the Eastern Conference right now. Yes, the Wizards are the top team in the Eastern Conference right now. And it does not make sense to me why the Wizards aren't playing. Uh, I mean, why the Wizards aren't at least favored to win this game on the spread and on the percentage doesn't make sense. 62.2% is way too high for a basketball team that is just over 500 going against a basketball team that is 10 and 3 and the top of their conference. Oh, I'm sorry, I had to talk there. I went as exclamation points, and that is how big you're going to have to see me because, like, I mean, obviously, these exclamation points, I don't get it. I, I, I really don't get it. At that point, it just doesn't make sense. This doesn't even make sense. Like, it should be, they should, the horn should have like 41, should be like 20% left. Totally don't get it. But uh, yeah, that is going to do it for today's episode. Hope you guys did enjoy. If you did subscribe, follow, share, view. We are on the road to 1,810 views. Five things you'll be in the weekend the mark. If you do have the mark, along with two episodes of Wish Talk with Chase on November 26th, you guys will get two episodes of Wish Talk with Chase. On November 27th, I know we definitely can hit that mark. I am really, really, really excited. Thank you guys so much for viewing the episode. We blew up last night. Really, really do appreciate it. Again, part two of my Justin Kutcher interview is coming probably tomorrow. So please stay tuned for that. And also, one more quick thing. I know we're doing at the beginning of the year voting on who's going to win games. That will start back up, I promise, tomorrow. Um... You know, I, we're going to – it's actually going to be hard. Starting the recap of tomorrow's game because they were playing the Heat tomorrow, we will start that for when they play the Heat on Saturday night. So Saturday night's game will be the first game you guys can predict again because uh, – you know what? Actually, no, I'll, I'll give a prediction right now. Who's going to win the Wizards of the Heat? So please uh, do that. I can put, I hope to shout you guys out. Uh, again, that's only available on Spotify. Again, I hope you guys did enjoy. Look out for part two of my interview, and I'll see you next time. Peace.